Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. Do you want to uh, watch me trigger comic book nerds? This is Spawn. Spawn or Venom? Oh, are you a comic book nerd? I only know this because of Jay. It's Venom. Oh, see? Look at me knowing shit. I that's know. it. That's all you're gonna get. I don't remember his tongue being purple. Yeah. Well, you know, in Kai's comic books, so it was comic book colors. Oh, okay. You know, they only had like four to five colors they could print comic books in at one point. So <laughs> that's fair. That is a legitimate <clears throat> reason. I think I yes gave you all the yes. Okay. I have them spread. <gasps> Come on. Sees you with the sex jokes. <laughs> Ow! Almost like she runs a sex podcast. Oh, Did they change the name of that app on you? Yeah. They, they made it longer. It. Yeah. They were like, you know what is better than Anchor is Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, Spotify bought it out and then changed, and I don't, I'm okay. Boo. I'm like, whatever. And they changed the code. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's it so different. I have no feelings on it. I saw it on my phone and I was like, this isn't right. And then I typed in Anchor in the app store and it like came up with that again. Yeah. And I was like, oh. It I took me a solid three months to recognize it again. I'm we sorry. hadn't been recording for that three months at all. So it was like really easy to forget. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, shiny. Hmm. Anyways. Are you shiny? I don't know. Maybe. A little bit. I do go on a hike today, so I might just be sweaty. Had I'm gonna go on a hike again. Let us, let us hike. We should hike. We should hike. Do the hiking thing. Do the hiking thing. You can tell me to go take a hike. <clears throat> okay. I'll do that in my hiking thing. <laughs> be like, get out of here. And I'll be like, I'm already doing it. <laughs> It'll be like that one date. <laughs> I was trying to make a casual, <laughs> fun reference. I'll just say reference. it. I'll just say it. Okay, what are we doing? Oh, and we should tell them who we are. We're and recording stuff. a podcast. God. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> we who are. are um, I'm, I'm Marilyn Monroe, <laughs> and you are Marilyn Monroe's birthmark on her cheek. And together, we are freaks, kinks, and geeks. Oh, my. And for real, I'm CJ, and for real, this is it. And this is or the birthmark on CJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, or the birthmark. That's pretty good. I like doing that. Yeah. Um... So, Hinge, calm down. I don't, I'm probably not even going to like you. My notifications are turned off. My bad. Also, Hinge isn't even where you're getting your solid connections from. You need to calm down. So, you need anyway, chill. I'm just looking at notes here. You need chill. Um, so, what are we talking about this week? Am I somehow week? more tan than you? Sorry, too ADHD no. to be recording today. This week on Freaks, Kings, <laughs> and Geeks, we are talking about uh, things that people think are monogamy and non- things that people think are non-monogamy and whether or not we agree with that. Yes. And we called the episode, Is It Not Monogamy? <laughs> As you saw when yes. you clicked on the video. And based on a little chart thingy graphic? Yeah. Graphic. This graphic. all started this all started with a graphic that you posted to the <laughs> That I got upset about. <laughs> that you were like, I'm mad. No. Burr. And it's this. 
<laughs> um, for our regular uh, just audio only listeners, I'm holding up a picture that was posted to the group. So yes. if you'd like to take a quick peek at the YouTube at um, whatever timing it is. Uh, and this is the non-monogamy graphic. Yeah, yeah, with the umbrella. Yes. We're not talking about that big chart that has like 30,000 things on it that was made by the author of More Than Two. Um, but I will post a link to that in the description. That chart just gives me a headache. It's too much. too much. It's too much. It's too much. We need to get an artist involved. We need to get somebody who's good at infographics. Where's Eddie? Do less. I feel like Eddie would make a better chart. I would like a chart, like a choose your own ending. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but not this. Yeah, no. This gives me anxiety. It does give me, it gives me anxiety too. Because I feel like it's a test. Well, it, say more. Well, just because there's so much happening in this one. And if you don't memorize, memorize it all. And there's two, and, th- and I don't, mm, it's too much. I agree with all too of what much. you just said. I don't, I can't. Yeah. There's a lot of like, they tried to break it up with the colors and then there's colors overlapping, but the overlapping doesn't help. And you're no. just trying to find it. And then there's some parts that are such small little overlaps. Like it's like a Venn diagram on crack. cocaine. Like literal crack. And then they'll have like little arrows pointing to little segments that are also things. But I think a really easy way to just like summarize that uh, chart is in what is our not preferred definition of non-monogamy, which is anything more than two people and we're gonna talk about why that's such an annoying definition yeah or why i have an issue with parts of that definition yeah no for sure for real and etc and so forth and things yeah and things stuff. and stuff so should we technically define non-monogamy and then go from there yes Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to make it easier. <laughs> I love doing it like that. I love to have a shared Do you like reading, so do you want to read? Yes, I do. Okay, go. Okay. <clears throat> non-monogamy, also known as non-monogamy without the hyphen. I don't know why they do that. I know, I hate that. Is an umbrella term for every practice or philosophy of non-dyadic intimate relationships that does not strictly hew to the standards of monogamy, particularly that of having only one person with whom to exchange sex, love, and or affection. In that sense, non-monogamy may be accurately applied to extramarital sex, boo, group sex, (laughs) boo, or polyamory. Yes. (laughs) It is not synonymous with infidelity, which is funny because that and extramarital sex are the same thing. Is that not right? Um, You can have consensual extramarital sex extramarital sex okay good good clarification yeah since all parties are consented to the relationship structure partners are often committed to each other as well as to their other partners and cheating is still considered problematic behavior with many non-monogamous relationships which a little asterisk i don't consider cheating to be in non-monogamy let's just start there okay bye and you know what big annoying fact is that it is included on this chart and that also pisses me off yeah dude what dude dude I'm like gonna emphatically slap this. <laughs> no, I'm, sure. I'm waiting like, for this. Just, just to I'm just fly. gonna scoot that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let's talk about the problems that we have with this definition. First of all, I have an issue with use of dyadic because <laughs> just based on. Well, a lot of this. I mean, to say Hugh, that's fine. Throw right, out okay. all your SAT words. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're we writing get it. a wiki you, article. You, you got a to... 1600 on your SAT. <laughs> fine. Um, <laughs> So essentially what it's saying is that anything outside of two people is non-monogamous. Yes. Right? Yes. In layman's terms for us dummy-dums. 
Right. Explain <laughs> it like I'm five. Use SAT words. Yeah. Sorry. I, I don't hew to that. <laughs> Is that even? Did I even use that? I don't know if you use that. Does right. not strictly hew. To oh no, you did. That's not like a bide. Yeah. I don't. Who uses hue? It's like it's 2023. That sounds like something he would. Like I'm in a thither somewhere. <laughs> Anyways. Te- hey, wait. Technically, are we a dyadic po- podcaster group section? You're hosting, co-host? We're dyadic, dyadic yeah. hosts. Mm. So, first of all, I strictly maintain, I hate the whole, like, ethical non-monogamy versus non-monogamy. Yeah, let's just get cheating. that out of the way. Cheating for me is not non-monogamy. Cheating no. is... An act of breaking trust. Yeah, that's an act of breaking trust. That is... I don't classify it under non-monogamy, period, which is also why I don't say ethical non-monogamy. Yeah, for sure. And I... Hey, I don't want to, like, blow too much smoke up our asses, but I feel like we're one of the few groups that does make that clarification. Like, as a... Like, even in our uh, Facebook group, we're just like, hey, it's just non-monogamy. Non-monogamy. If you're cheating, you're cheating, cheating, that's something else. Yeah, exactly. And if you're cheating, go... Anything that would fall That's under the you. unethical non-monogamy umbrella is just like abusive behavior. So yeah, so let's just keep it titled abusive behavior. Yeah. So you know, I personally don't throw non-monogamy in here. Um, mm-hmm. And cheating, which I probably completely jumped a lot of what you were planning on saying. No, but. it's okay. It's totally fine. <laughs> but well, no, yeah, because like, and a lot of people ask like, how can you cheat in non-monogamy because of that misconception? Because it's just like, oh, if I just assume that, you know, um, monogamy is just exactly two people and non-monogamy is just more than that, then it, cheating is technically just more than that. So it's non-monogamy. Yeah. I mean, I could also go on a whole tangent right now about the whole, like, how cheating's even being used in the non-monogamous world, which is also a... Hey, yo, give me a mine. quick blurb about that. Um, okay, fine. Tangent. So there's a lot of, like... I'm just seeing all of these things about like, oh, my partner didn't follow this one rule. They cheated. And now we have to break up our whole triad or we have to break up and we can't be non-monogamous anymore. Or um, there's such a like lack of compassion and a lack of flexibility um, where they're, in my opinion, still trying to uphold monogamy standards mm-hmm. in a culture and in a relationship style that does not fit mm-hmm. with monogamy standards. Exactly. So this whole concept of like, they broke my trust and so everything has to end to me is such a monogamous way of thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, you're dealing with multiple people with multiple different things happening and multiple emotions and mo- like... Things are going to get fucked up. Things yes. are going to do things wrong. People are going to fuck yeah. up. Rules are going to be broken. Mm-hmm. And outside of like them causing you physical harm and rebreaking that rule continuously and intentionally, like mm-hmm. let's calm the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. Chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. People are going to make mistakes. You are not perfect. And if you go into this thinking you're going to be perfect, you really should You've not. You've already failed. You've already failed. Yeah. Which is why I think monogamy fails anyways. Yeah. Because you have to be perfect, and that's not achievable. Anyways, I will get off yeah. of my rant and off of my little soapbox. Okay, just a smaller soapbox next to it with my follow-up comments. <laughs> um, I agree. I want to say in agreement with that's why monogamy fails. It's be, We talk about way less of what it means to be, like, monogamous and in truth with each other and in, like, yeah. fully trust with each other. And you just, like, hope and pray that you guys have the same idea of what cheating is. Meanwhile, one person A over here is, like, cheating is you fucking another person, and person B is, like, cheating is you liking somebody else his instagram photos yeah. you or know? you watch so, like, porn so you cheated and i'm like i have way more thoughts about that that i'm not gonna get into but like um and yeah 
So, yeah. I just, I just so. feel like if you're like getting into this lifestyle for the first time and you're going to say that you doing anything wrong is you cheating, I think that's you're setting that's yourself really up tight. for failure. Yeah, that's you're that's really. I mean, and this whole like if I if I mess up, then everything's ruined and we're done is yeah. just a very. That's that's got to suck for y'all. Um, yeah, that was all I wanted to add, and I, it's not even in the soapbox. It's it's actually the soapbox is one of those little ones that like a single bar of soap comes in. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm off it now. I just can't imagine having that much pressure to be perfect, because both me, all my partners have fucked up at some point or another. Yeah. Like that's just mm-hmm. human nature. Yeah. Who the fuck is perfect? Any I don't know. I guess, well, and should Me. we, well, you put up that chart, so should we also read what is on this chart so people know kind of why this has triggered us into making an episode about it? Yeah. Yes. Um, so we have, as you can see here, the Namnogamy umbrella, once again, back up because we got tangented and I probably took it down and here it is again. Um, so as you can see here for description for our audio listeners, uh, it has a chart of words under each side, a column of words under each side of the umbrella. And uh, the umbrella is actually also really colorful and pretty. Um, and it says non-monogamy on it. And on the left side, it has swinging, open relationships, cucking, polyamory, sluttery, threesomes, foursomes, and more sums. called Norty. <laughs> Just say group sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the right side, non-monogamy, relationship anarchy, monogamish, polyfidelity, hierarchical, and more dot dot dot. But you know what? I think they said and more dot 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 because they lost their cojones after that point. Yeah. They looked they were like, what else is there? And then they found that giant picture and they're like, you know what? There's just a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So out of these, I know which ones I have a problem with. Yeah, I mean, I I also know which ones I have a problem with, but how do we how do we wanna let's just dive in? Let's just dive let's in. Let's just jumpity jump. Let's yeah, jump. let's go, let's go for it. Which ones do you have a problem with? So I immediately threesomes, foursomes, and moresomes. Um, I think like non-monogamy is a lifestyle where you're choosing to be open and have consensual relations with multiple people in a relationship way. Even if that relationship doesn't require like sharing space or whatever, it's just like there is something intentional about it that says I'm going to make decisions that either promote us being connected more or, you know, enhance our closeness in whatever way we decide. Um, with threesomes and foursomes and more sums, it just feels very like this is just a physical act of sex with multiple people. Yeah. You know, so I don't feel and like And they could all go back to a monogamy based yeah. life. The right. Next second. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel. Especially because I look at sex as like a sport that you can do with other people too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like in a perfect world, the way you did treat it just like a sport and there wasn't such a war on women's bodies and their pleasure. <sighs> <laughs> then we could do uh, stuff like that, you know? Like, I, 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 in my, in my uh, multiverse, I have uh, an idea of sex where it can be done by anybody involved. It doesn't have to have, like, mean anything. Like, it can mean we're both really good at the sport, you know? But I don't think it has to mean, like, we're married now, bitch. You made me come. We're, we're committed. We're committed. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be, that's gonna be <laughs> the picture. Be picture this week. <laughs> Was there any other ones you had an issue with on here? Well, because of my idea of, like, things that are sex-related with more people, I think I would also put in, like, cooking. <laughs> cooking. I like, you, I like that you whispered. Cooking is one I have a problem with. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, well, I have an issue with cooking. So, I have an issue with cooking because this is... And I even brought up the definition to make sure I was not 
misrepresenting just being, just or misrepresenting. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, this definition, which is from a BDSM site, cucking or cuck holding is a fetish or kink in which a person gets turned on by their partner having sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't especially if you are the person watching mm-hmm. i don't necessarily consider you non-monogamous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you're not taking part other than being a voyeur mm-hmm. so for me that's kind of like watching porn right mm-hmm. now your partner may identify as non-monogamous mm-hmm. but i don't identify you as non-monogamous mm-hmm. um to me that's just cucking is more a part of the kink bdsm world mm-hmm. um that's just my opinion on cucking do you think that uh, people who are in the kink community who's seen with others like always consider themselves dominogamous no hmm. no um and that's that's the that's a whole thing too but no i, I actually know they don't mm-hmm. um I've met a number of people who've seen with other people and they do not consider themselves non-monogamous mm-hmm. because it's, it is set to a one setting mm-hmm. only. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that's where it's like, for me, like just because sex is happening with other people, it's like, you know, hard for me to be like, Oh yes, this is non-monogamy. I mean, I try to like abide by the quote unquote true definition where if it's just more than two, but just like we were saying right before we hit record, it's like if it's more than two, then if you've dated more than one person in your life, then you're non-monogamous. Non-monogamous. So that's where it gets kind of, yeah, like if, if we're going off the strict version of any, if you have had sex with more than one person in your entire life, you are non-monogamous, then everyone is non-monogamous. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that nobody can hew to the true definition. <laughs> I hate that word so much. Well, and it's also the reason I have an issue. The other one that I have a major issue with is sluttery. Yes, say more. Now, this comes up in the ethical slut. And a lot of people, when I said I have an issue with this, they were like, well, it's in the ethical slut. Blah, blah, blah. Love that for them. So here how it, here's how it's been presented to me and why it bothers me. Mm-hmm. So I have matched with people, and I actually have a screenshot from one match, where I asked him if he was non-monogamous. And he said... Well, I'm dating right now, so I'm basically non-monogamous, kind of, I don't know, eh, but I do want to be monogamous again one day. Look, first of all, this is not a shaming thing, because I hold it the fuck up in my 20s. Like, I hold it up, and I hold it up well. Like, I am proud of it. I learned some good shit, okay? Um, but there is a difference between just hoeing it up and being non-monogamous. Yes, if you're just dating around and having fun, you're just dating, and that's fine. Yeah. So, for me, sluttery is not necessarily non-monogamy. I don't think every slut identifies as non-monogamous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think every non-monogamous identifies as a slut. Yeah. I mean, I think you can hoe it up and do your thing and not be non-monogamous. For me, I feel like it, it's like you could be in a situation that even looks like sluttery that is non-monogamy but it's like the intention behind it yeah you know what i mean like if you're yeah if you're just playing the field you know you guys remember that phrase <laughs> me being like anybody else who hasn't had sex in a while <laughs> anyone, anyone? <laughs> um then it's just like yeah you're not like making any commitments to continue to maintain these relationships while once you find your one person right you know and the same with sluttery. I don't imagine... It, I'm not even sure how many relationships are forming in sluttery. You know what I mean? Unless you have regular people you slut it up with. 
Right. Well, and that's my thing. Like, he at least was good enough to tell me that he wanted to be monogamous again. Mm-hmm. Still. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't have... He could have just said, oh, I'm not monogamous. Because he considered me being a slut as him being not monogamous. Mm-hmm. And then that ropes me into a relationship that I am not okay with. Right. Because I don't want to date someone who's monogamous. Yeah, exactly. So that's where it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. That's where, for me, it does... Definition and terms do matter to an extent. Yeah, for sure. And but that's for that. That's why follow up questions matter even more because there yeah. are people who will just be like that. Mm, well, I'm really not committing to just one person, and I do have quite a few friends with benefits right now that may or may not turn into relationships. So I'm non monogamous, you know. Like, right. and they can proclaim that, and they can like use try to use that as an in to like fuck you, you know. And by this definition, by this non monogamy chart, he could fully say that he is non-monogamous because, I mean, the basic definition of sluttery was just uh, qualities or practices of a slut, sluttishness, sexual promiscu- promiscuity. So it's just sexual promiscuity. That That's all. Promiscuous girl. Which is basically like every college student. Hey, college students engage in sluttery intentionally, safely. Yes. <laughs> and they don't catch feelings. Never. And I, again, not shaming. No. I no, hold no, it the no, fuck no, up. No. I have no yeah. problem with my body count or whatever the fuck you want to no, call if it. You're, if you're able to do sluttery, I want to be you. Kinda. Yeah, like, like where, especially in this where dating do you pool. go to get all those Shit. people? Like, is it a matter of like, not, if, if, I, if I were to engage in sluttery, I would have to no longer have a type. <laughs> and I feel like I don't really care about my safety. You have no standards. You have to take all your standards, wash them away. <laughs> You know what's funny is when you think to have no standards, you never think that that means to also stop having a type. <laughs> right. Uh, 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 uh. I have a very specific type. I just want to. <laughs> um, also, do you consider like uh, couples that would hire a sex worker to be non-monogamous? So I personally consider swingers non-monogamous, so yes. Okay. Um... I mean, I, well, if they do it more than once, okay. I think some people kind of dabble, mm-hmm. like hiring a sex worker or having one threesome or having one swinging situation where they're, it's like testing out the water to see if they want to do their gateway drug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're non-monogamous personally in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you continue to have those relationships, interactions, then yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the reason why you thought swingers were also non-monogamous? Just because they continued to engage in the sexual acts over and over? Yes. Mm-hmm. So then if the threesomes were recurring threesomes over time, would that also change how you feel about those? Or, well, actually, I don't know if you spoke to whether or not you thought threesomes and stuff I did not. I think if they're reoccurring, then that can definitely be non-monogamy. But I think if you're just having your, like, everyone has their, like, one threesome in their 20s mm-hmm. to get it out your system. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't identify those people as non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. I really feel like it, it just, it, it's really hard to blanket statement some of these because it really feels like, I could I could sit here and say I don't think that threesomes are non-monogamous, but I can see a person who engages in threesomes and be like, yeah, but I think you are a non-monogamous person. You, does that make yes. sense what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like there are people who engage in these things that are truly non-monogamous but are acting as though they are monogamous, possibly because yes. they didn't know there was any other options, possibly because they think it will destroy their life to start being non-monogamous, um, which can happen. Um, 
But yeah, I think like in that case, even though I would say like, no, I don't think that's non-monogamy. If I knew somebody who I had suspected was non-monogamy and they were getting into those types of things, I'd kind of be like, hey, like, sure, maybe in practice, from my perspective, yeah. that's not non-monogamy, but I think that you should, I think that you're masquerading. I mean, I, I think at the core of it, most people, if they truly allowed themselves to be and could get past some of the mental mind fucks of it, mm-hmm. um, are non-monogamous. Yeah, no, And I would totally easily be non-monogamous. I mean, yeah. Anyways. But, I don't know. So anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ah, uh, let's see. Were there any others on there? Uh, I'll tell you one that I did have a problem with. Which um, one? Non-monogamy. Why would you put that under I the non-monogamy know. umbrella twice? I don't twice? know why that was up there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the non-monogamy. Of course it's non-monogamy. Because it says non-monogamy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay. That I, I assumed. <laughs> what was interesting to me is he would, they would also put like relationship anarchy, which is a style typically of polyamory. Yeah, in addition to polyamory. In a, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I don't... I don't know. What is non-monogamy? Well, first of all, it's non-monogamy. Second of all. And also monogamish. I don't know. This, I, was I have an issue. I have an issue with this chart just in general. But uh-huh. yeah. What about, what, what about monogamish? It, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I know. That's, like that's... that to me is more open relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I would consider it. Open I mean, I know monogamish is like a term people use, but it, that's a very vague term for me. I think it is, like, yeah, people who have open relationships or people who I, I would get into, like... I, I would be, like, the, the like, monogamish at the top, swingers, open relationships, one time hiring a sex worker, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't... Polyfidelity like, is also a form of polyamory, so I don't know. It, it's like they just... just like to be redundant. It, they Why just chose words so... and threw it up there. Hey, they were like, hey, if Suttery's not non-monogamy, then phew, maybe I should put non-monogamy under here because maybe non-monogamy is not non-monogamy. Maybe they won't know. Maybe they won't know. Maybe not. I don't know if you know this, but non-monogamy is, in fact, a form of non-monogamy. <laughs> it's, it's confusing out it's here. It's not wrong. I don't... <laughs> and one question I had is, is this discussion even a form of gatekeeping? Because it also became a very hot-button topic in the kink world, especially. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you do threesomes, you don't get to sit with us. Right? <laughs> You're not a real monogam- non-monogamous person. Oh, gosh. I, I kind of have to... Yeah, let's talk about it. Do you have a, what, a for or against? Okay, so I am someone that is not completely opposed to all forms of gatekeeping. You're like, sometimes gatekeeping is allowed. Sometimes. So I I think it's important to understand when words and definitions have meaning and matter. Okay. So, and that is because, like, I say I'm non-monogamous because it matters when I, especially like when I'm out dating. That needs Mm -hmm. to be said and stated so everyone who's involved knows what they're involved with. Right. So for me, it is important if someone identifies as non-monogamous, what that means to them. Mm-hmm. Like having a semblance of a definition mm-hmm. is important to me. Yes. In that sense. Yes. So that's why I have a problem with this even just because to me, if you're saying you're non-monogamous, but all you're doing is cuckolding, mm-hmm. you, to me, you're not a person that I would 
even consider dating or interacting with on that mm-hmm. level because you're not, in my opinion, truly non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not monogamous light. Non-monogamous. You're not monogamous. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. And I think what's probably related to that point, I feel, is like couples that might refer to themselves as non-monogamous, but they just want to do threesomes. Right. And so then I feel like they're entering into this field of people who are genuinely looking to connect, genuinely looking for relationships, delves into like why unicorn hunters suck, you know, like, so yeah, I feel like I'm not necessarily trying to say gatekeeping here as a word, but like, I'm just saying like, put yourself in your right category. Like you should not be unicorn hunting in like a polyamory group with other people who are like, I've been polyamorous for like years and years of my life. And I am just genuinely open to other connection. And like, I think you're like drawing people who have like done the work and are actually non-monogamous into yeah. this whole like no we're basically going to prioritize our relationship overall else and just use you as a sex toy like yeah i don't know if i you know yeah it, it's kind of those things when like there gets to be too many terms out too there cooks. too many too many things like it's you know i think god I, i'm sure we're gonna get canceled for me even saying this um but i think right now in the gender and sexuality spectrum we have gotten so many terms like, most people don't even know what they are anymore. I just want to... Um, I think we won't get canceled if I look shocked. If you look shocked? Yeah. Okay, good. Look shocked. She's definitely not sucking a dick. Um, <laughs> look at so, how long I went. <laughs> yeah, I think, personally, I think right now we're in a time where people are exploring what all of this means to them. They want to have an identity. They want to be able to identify with a group. They want to have a semblance of meaning. And, per- like, and I appreciate that, and I think that's important. Mm-hmm. But I think we've swung very far one way and that mm-hmm. we are eventually going to swing back into a centered mm-hmm. where we kind of pare down some of these, like, you know, sluttery being a term. Mm-hmm. Like, does that kind of make sense? We yeah, have, like, so yeah. many gender and sexual identities. And if you want to claim those, I love that for you. But for me, it's gotten watered down because there are so many. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the importance of it. Now people just kind of gloss over because everyone's so many different things. They're mm-hmm. like, I don't even know what you are. Do you know what you are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That's the cancelable part, but yes, I it know. makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, like... We uh, see this a lot when people call themselves sapiosexual, which is very triggering for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's definitely an issue of, like, people not knowing what the words that they're using mean, um, which is also why I'm always saying, like, you know, on one hand, we have, we should have some semblance of a title to explain what we're getting into, right? Yeah. Um, and then the, on the other hand, it's like, well, do you even know it? But that's why I also partially don't agree with the whole, you know, let's have a word to call it, just because of what we look back around in your point of like, but people don't even use them correctly. Right. So it's like, yeah, you can claim you're not monogamous, but like I have to ask follow-up questions because you could just be cheating or you could just be playing the field, you know? Right. And you could say you're sapiosexual and you're just trying to make some sort of weird stance on not dating dumb blondes, you know? Right. That's also more frequently what sapiosexual yeah. occurs as. Um, so yeah, I think like it, it, the the having of the word doesn't like mean you can't have a conversation asking about it more so it's like yeah someone could be like i'm this it's even in sexuality and i'm like okay how does that present for you yeah what does that mean doesn't even yeah i i don't even have to hear the word i'm just like yeah so what does that look like you know? yeah no i mean at this point truly at this point when people tell me what they identify and orient and all of that i am automatically like what does that mean what do you want yeah, me to that, because yeah. it i it, it means so many different things to so many different people i'm like i don't know yeah how does that present for you what does that mean so much yeah Especially when people tell me they're asexual. I'm like, how does that present for you? 
That is the one that confuses me the most, if I'm being honest. That one's the most icebergy of them, it feels to me, because there's so many different iterations of it. Well, and I feel like that's the one we've run up against the most, that we're, it, it, there's never been one consistent pattern. Like, did I learn more from that documentary we watched, or did I right. get even more confused? Yeah. That one's been the most, because there's been no consistent pattern with that mm-hmm. one at yeah. all. Yeah. That we've been able to track. Yeah. Unless we're just like, but this is, again, when people are using the wrong words to describe themselves, you know, like. So that's why, like, am I okay with some gatekeeping? Yes. Um, Especially some within BDSM and kink, just because oversharing of information to people who are too new and need to learn the basics first. Mm -hmm. I think there is value in learning the basics and having an understanding of the basics first. Yeah. And also what I feel I'm hearing is like this idea, let's not confuse this concept. Like, there are some concepts that already exist that are like, this is what it is, you know? Like, so if it's sluttery is a concept of just being a hoe, you know? We don't have to, like, now say that's being non-monogamous or anything like that. It's like, well, let's just focus on the definition first. Right. Like, cucking is technically within BDSM. So if you are just cucking and you don't consider yourself non-monogamous, I actually would agree with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm sure we're going to get canceled for that whole rant. It's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just be. I mean, we should talk about it. You know, it should be a conversation. I would love for people to come in and say, like, well, this is why it's meaningful for me to use these words, and then I can maybe have an understanding about it. You know. And I'm honestly, I'm, I'm good if you use words once you're educated as to why using those words is impactful. Mm-hmm. Like why it matters. That's such a like large, like as as a whole, we should. Yeah, like I had someone, I did a TikTok yesterday on the difference between bottoms and submissives. Mm -hmm. And someone came in and was like, well, I consider myself a submissive, but only in the bedroom, but I know I'm a submissive and what you're saying is wrong. And it's like, well, that's fine. Like, I'm not saying you can't use the term. I'm just saying that you need to know the basics of the education and then you can go use whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But understand why the difference exists. And when you're telling people you're submissive, why they may not agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, why you're going to get the reactions and attract certain people mm-hmm. because you're not technically a submissive, you're a bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you want to claim to be submissive, that's I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's also important, is it, like, is that title getting you the outcome that you need? You right. You know, like, if you're calling yourself a submissive, but, like, you keep attracting people who are, like, dominance and that's not working for you because you want to be more dominant, you just feel like you're a bottom, you want to be a power bottom, you know? Like, yeah, that's going to be bad times for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Rant over. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you for the rant. You're welcome for getting us canceled. (laughs) Uh, I mean... What's left? (laughs) (laughs) What was on your... You had a lot more written down than me. I had three bullet points. (laughs) Well, I guess, like, for me, it's like, you know... In terms of, like, how, how are you defining what? Like, in the definition that we pulled up for non-monogamy, it even says, like, having only, you know, monogamy being having only one person with whom you exchange sex, love, and or affection. And, like, mm-hmm. the love and affection piece is immediately, like, we share love with way more than just our romantic partners. In a lot of cases, we share affection with way more than just our romantic partners. Mm-hmm. Some people who are monogamous... Some of uh, us cuddle and bring flowers. And that's just what friends do. And that's just a friend thing. Friends, friends give each other gifts. Friends and friends just cuddle. Okay? And some friends do that. And some married friends also do that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also one of my friends. <laughs> this is the zombie trying to take a shot at you. 
problem where it's like I've had a conversation with them where it's like they would never consider being non-monogamous at all. Meanwhile, I'm cuddling on the couch with their wife. Right. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm non-monogamous. So I'm like, this is fine for me no matter what. Like, I, I enjoy that the safety of like forming any sort of relationship with me is that like I will make sure that there's not another relationship that can take over that, you know? Well, and what's interesting is this non-monogamy chart is all based on sex. Yeah. None that are platonic Mm-mm. in nature. Mm-mm. Platonic love is not real. Familiar love is not real. And non-sexual affection is not real. Not real. So now you know what non-monogamy is. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome. It's being cuddly. Um, so yeah, that, that's mainly my problem. My problem is how we're even defining non-monogamy, to be honest. When I feel like it should be defined by how you move about it intentionally and how you practice it. You know? Yeah. Like, if you're saying, like, yeah, this is important to me and I want everybody to be, I want to be considerate of other people's feelings. I want to, you know, make sure everybody knows what we're on board with the same thing, same goals, you know. If another person wants to come at me and be like, that's just called being a good person, then I'm going to be like, well, we're really trying to figure out the definitions now anyway, so. Well, and I think non-monogamy so far has been defined by mostly sex because that has been the trigger point in our very Christian society. Because of cheating um, because to control sex, you control all, basically. That's so true. Should we bring out the soapbox again? Yeah, I'd get back <laughs> on my soapbox. Let's bring that back um, out. So I'm, I'm interested even just to see over the next 10 or 15 years how the working definition of non-monogamy changes. Because we're moving away from where sex is the focus. Like mm-hmm. the um, Gen Z population, from what I've heard in research, they are the least interested in sex out of all of pretty much all of the different generations so far like they're just kind of like meh okay Mm -hmm. like they're just not it's not a big not a huge driving force it's not a big thing for them i don't know if that makes sense what i'm saying no it is and i get it and it it does make sense i guess like i it's it's surprising to me how how much that does have to do with age and like generations like that like to be like, I don't know if I told you where I was, I was trying to explain asexuality to a couple of my friends in my class and they were like having the same confusions that we were having when we were first trying to get into it. And I, I started by saying like, by the way, this is not something that you're going to understand via felt experience. This is no. something you have to try to understand by data alone. Yeah. You know, by, okay, I have this feeling. Some people don't have it. And that's it. Yeah, done. To try not to ask, well, I don't understand. What do you do if it was a... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It doesn't even matter if you were to come up with a final answer on that because it's not true for all asexuals. Which is even more confusing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I'm just like surprised that that's not just like personality based, but like it's somehow a shift in like age of like, yeah, I'm not even trying to like get on apps and fuck around anymore. It's not who I am. Like, you're 21. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it'll, it's interesting to watch. It's very interesting to watch how the generations are different. When I was that age, I wasn't into sex because of trauma. Good old trauma. Ah, hope that's not the case for all Gen Z. Probably for a huge amount I mean, of them, though, to be honest. Probably. I um I did have a little think a thinky food for thought thought teaser. Okay. Um, do we consider two close besties one where one is an emergency contact or even a power of attorney even a monogamous dynamic if they have no other friends that they are close with and no other romantic partners? Two people committed to each other. Just two platonic, just two platonic friends. <laughs> besties. Who better, who I want by my side if I so, die. So, 
That's an interesting question because there is a lot of talk around, and I'm seeing a lot of TikTok, TikTok talk. Oh, I like that. TikTok talk. Oh, I like that. TikTok talk. A lot of conversations around women in their 40s and 50s who are single. Mm-hmm. And this is my now dream. Whatever you're trying about to, to decide how they're going to live and retire and platonically couple up with their other single female friends i knew you were going there and yeah, yeah. that's where i am in my heart <laughs> so it i don't know it's interesting i well i wonder if like you know how we look at pictures of like you know women who were close and lived together back in like when photos were black and white and they're like oh yes they were just very good friends 60s. you know <laughs> 20 years ago. No, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, where they would be like, oh, this is just like historical like documentation of just two friends. Being you friends. You know, being friends, living together in a house, sometimes they'd be in the same bed. You know, like... Yeah. So I almost wonder if it's like in the future, will like, will Gen Z be like, oh no, you guys were in a very blank, whatever the word they come up with is, relationship. And that word ends up meaning two people who are committed to each other and like, honestly, you and I might be on the brink of something. We're calling each other PEs, PPs, PEs, physical <laughs> education, PEs, <laughs> PEs, platonic partners. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, and I wonder if like that's gonna come up later on where they're just gonna be like, oh, of course. That like, wouldn't surprise me. I yeah, mean, we used to confuse best friendships with like platonic connections all this time. You know what I mean? I think especially as women are figuring out they don't necessarily need men for their financial support and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, men, if you're listening, it just is what it is. Um, I hope that the men are listening have already read the articles that that's hopefully like, you know a thing about. um yeah i think that's going to be a lot more common i think finding different ways of getting your needs met you know is definitely going to be much more of a forefront mm-hmm. over the next 10 20 years how do you feel about the need of having a word to define that or even this urge to create a word for it um i think Having the word does give it some validity, and I think it's something that, I mean, if the government is smart, they will create a word. Right. Because so they, they created, I mean, truly, like, they, they endorse marriage so much because of what it does for the economy. Hmm. So if they're smart, they will capitalize on it. Um, if they are not smart, which, I mean, what we're seeing right now, um, <laughs> uh, um, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if they're not smart, they won't capitalize on it. If if they're smart, they will start allowing other forms of relationships. Because, yeah. as we all know, marriage is kind of not going to be on the forefront forever. Especially as people are moving away from religion and we're seeing a mass exodus from religion. Yeah, and also the divorce rate's already so high, so people are doing yeah. things differently already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's all that I had on my little notey list. On your list? Well, yeah, we, we organically touched on all of what I had uh, written there. And, um, and yeah, how, like, people are putting sex into this and stuff. And things. Bam! Yeah. So, things. I mean, I guess the best way to summate it is just... Screaming, I would do your homework. Ah, oh. <laughs> no. Do your homework on what non-monogamy is, and if you're going to use that as something that you identify with, make sure you are ready to explain to someone else what that means. Yeah. So make why. sure you have an understanding of what it means. Make sure you're able to communicate that understanding to oh. each other, and then make sure that you hew to that definition. I hate that word so much. I feel like I'm about to go put on like a fucking petticoat. 
situation. Right? <laughs> oh my god, I, no, I'm not gonna get into this. Like, what is she doing? She's hewing the fields right now. With the ox. She's on the Oregon Trail. We named the fox. The ox. The fox? I don't know what's going on. My we named the ox fox. Peshmita. Peshmita. <laughs> Hook him up to the wagon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Wake up at the ass crack of dawn. Like you. Wikipedia is doing too much. Someone really wanted to flex all of their. They SAT also said. Words. They also said dietic. Okay. Let's let's just. Yeah. I just laugh. Anyways, uh, so go join our Facebook group. Yeah, it's so much fun there. We do questions of the day. We get to know each other. We, we have a discard. Discard. A discard. Fine. Uh, am I rubbing off on you a little bit? Discard. We have a That's discord, which I will post a link to a below because we want more people to join and get it all hot and popping. And uh, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Please us a five star review on Apple Thanks. iTunes. We do have our munches. Munches. First Friday of every month is our fun munches, we call it. Not that kind of naked fun. Calm your tits. No, it's just friends. Just friends hanging out. F is for friends. Platonically. Yeah. yeah. Um, most of us. Um, Give each other flowers. And then <laughs> we have an education munch. Third Sunday of every month. Those are all in person. We do not Zoom them or whatever other platform just because it's a little private. And we don't want to expose anyone. Mm-hmm. Again, not naked things. Just want to get your head out of the gutter. Your, uh, this is a sex podcast, but stop talking yeah, about be sex. Yeah, pure, be purity culture right now. Thank you. Yeah. With the Lord. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, I think those are all of our plugs. Okay, great. Bye. Bye.